Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group, which you can find at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash What Fresh Hell cast. And our listener asks, how do you get your middle schooler to focus his incredible power of finding loopholes in all things from in most humans' minds, pointless ideas to more proactive agendas. She then gives an example that her son got in trouble at school for flouting the dress code in a way that was technically not against the rules, but still irritated his teachers. She says, he's smart, witty, loves attention, and can argue with a brick wall. How do I help him channel that to good? Or how do I survive until he is mature enough to do it naturally? I love this question because I have a child like this as well. And I will say that one phrase that we use again and again in our house is a Dr. Seuss phrase, which is, it's fun to have fun, but you have to know how. I love the fact that my child is inventive and witty and funny, but there have been times where that inventiveness and wittiness does not fit in with the school day and the teachers who just want to get through it. And so I think there are two important ways to tackle this dilemma. This is what my mom, who was a family therapist, would sometimes call boundary-seeking behavior. And it's a great way to think about, is this child looking for where the line is? Yes. And one of the ways they find that line is to occasionally step a toe across it, or sometimes in other cases, leaping across it with their full bodies. And so two things that I approach this with are, number one, helping the child contextualize this. How do you think that made other people feel? Yes, the kids were laughing, but do you think it made your teacher's day easier or harder? A lot of this stuff is kind of silly and fun. It's not the end of the world. They're not, you know, pulling fire alarms or putting glue in other kids' hair. They're not doing things that are clearly disruptive. They're doing things that are fun and funny. They're kind of pranksters. But that prank has different consequences. The kids may be laughing, but it may be disruptive to class. So just helping a kid contextualize things and say, Yes, funny for you, funny for your friends, but disruptive for your teacher, and here's why that's a problem. My kid sometimes does things that are genuinely funny, and we celebrate his funniness. I have often said to him, 
these skills that you have of being a kid who is sort of looking for interesting ways to approach stuff, who is bringing fun and funniness to the world, great skills. They're skills that can take you a long way in life. A lot of people in this thread said, oh, get him in debate, get him in improv classes. And I think those are all true, that this kid will probably use these skills for good for a long time. And so that's the positive. Then on the thread, we also heard from Jennifer, who said, as a former middle school educator, I used to spend a great deal of time setting clear expectations with my students around how they use their gifts for good rather than evil. I taught civics and would point out that if they all decided to climb the walls, there is one of me and 30 of them. I am only able to do my job because they choose to sit and participate and that benefits them. This is a time for testing boundaries and likely his teachers have seen it before. He sounds like a great kid who can contribute a lot to the debate. Teachers will enjoy him if he's not purposefully disruptive. Students will follow his lead and that's a responsibility he should begin thinking about. He'll find balance they all do. Jennifer, I can retire from the podcast and you should take over my job because that is really the perfect advice for this situation. One thing in terms of our questioner talks about kind of finding loopholes that kids are sort of like, oh, well, you didn't say I couldn't do this. It's another reset in terms of boundaries that I have expectations for your behavior and that myself and your teachers, our job is not to lay out every single rule. Our job is to do our job and your job is to not get in our way. We are not really law setters who you are trying to find the way around. We are the benevolent dictators under which you function. I teach a lot and I talk a lot to my students about this, that I may set up, let's say, an exercise that we're doing in class. And then if they say to me, well, you didn't explain that that wasn't part of it. I say, I'm explaining it now and I am the benevolent dictator and this is how we're moving forward with this. So therefore, if you show up in a giant hat that doesn't technically break our dress code, but it is distracting to everyone and it is getting in the way of me doing my job, you haven't gotten one over on me. You have run afoul of your benevolent dictator and I'm going to put you back in your place in this context. Now, there may be lots of places walking around with your friends, going to the mall, that you can wear a crazy hat and make everybody laugh, but that doesn't work in the context of my classroom and it's not going to be allowed. And so I think that appreciating the sense of humor while constantly reinforcing boundaries and not getting into debates about loopholes, you didn't specify that, it's really not my job to make sure that I say everything. You kind of knew this was over the line. You wanted to test what was over the line. It's fine. It's kind of funny. But now we're getting back in the line where I can and his teachers can encourage my child's sense of humor, intelligence about skirting rules. We can encourage that. We can find outlets for it, like debate, improv, all sorts of things. We can realize that in the long term, this is a skill that will probably serve him well. But in the meantime, we can also say, you're out of bounds. This kid sounds awesome. My kid's awesome. They will figure this out eventually. But you want to help give them that context over and over again. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can actually record them on our website. There's a little microphone. You can speak your question to us and you may hear yourself and your own voice on an episode 
Or you can always ask questions in our Facebook group as this listener did, and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact invented. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.